Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Thanks, covered listeners and viewers. With this being the heart of the offseason, the combine just finished last week, and now we're getting ready to tap into free agency. I felt like it was very, very important to kind of give you guys an in depth look regarding the Minnesota Vikings, regarding news throughout the NFL about what we potentially could see going forward regarding free agents, regarding guys that could be cut, guys that could be released, guys that could play with other teams outside of what we've already heard so far, which has been an entertaining offseason, to say the least. And the best individual that I can reach out to is the individual who's been around the NFL for a long, long time. He's seen the highs. He's seen the lows. He's seen some of the best players to ever do it. Our very own CBS senior NFL writer Pete Prisco is joining me here. All things covered, Pat Peterson, Brian McFadden. Pete, before we get into the ins and outs of this free agent year, this class, how you doing? How you feeling? Oh, I'm good. Uh, you know, look, it, it, the, the beast is being fed every single day of the week. We know that, BMAC. <laughs> you know it. Uh, I mean, it, it, they can't get enough news, the fans out there. So we, we supply it and we move on. And I'll tell you what, it's been a hectic week already. And I think next week is going to be really hectic. No doubt. No doubt, Pete. And before we talk about highlight some of the current NFL players, you had an opportunity to see the upcoming NFL players at the combine real real quick were there any guys that really you know stood out to you you went into uh the combine thinking one thing about this player and then you left thinking another thing no the combine doesn't change what i think about players never has never will Uh, i think it's way overrated in terms of workouts and you know for example jordan davis had a great workout the big kid from georgia but if you pop on his tape you see that yeah. I mean, you see him being a push the pocket. And now that he's getting trained by Chuck Smith, he's going to be a better pass rusher. Um, so, no, it doesn't change my mind whatsoever. Now, some guys, it does. For example, I never thought Burks, the wide receiver from Arkansas, was that explosive. Mm-hmm. And, he did, and he didn't work out in an explosive way. So that yep. doesn't surprise me. I think it surprised a lot of people. But uh, I'll tell you this. Heading into the draft, I think the quarterback class is bad. Not mm-hmm. bad. Average. It's average at best. Uh, I think, uh, you know, there's some positions that are in pass rushers. You can find some pass rushers, some good ones. Uh, I think there's a couple of real elite offensive tackles um, and running backs and tight ends. There's a boatload of them. I don't know if there's any stars, but there's a lot of them in this draft. 
Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But one thing we can say, the NFL, they do a great job in highlighting the NFL draft and making it as, in, as in, entertaining as possible. And I do believe we will see the same thing. So now let's transition, Pete, to the current guys that are already in the NFL getting paid top dollars. The big news of this week came from the Green Bay Packers. And I saw you tweet out, well played by Aaron Rodgers, right? The job that he did saying, oh, I don't know if I want to come back. You know, I don't know if I want to retire, go elsewhere. Guess what? He played that into a nice mega deal. But how could Aaron Rodgers returning to Green Bay, Green Bay impact the Minnesota Vikings and their plans about trying to get better and most importantly, compete in the NFC North? Well, they won't. I mean, let's be honest about it. I mean, Rodgers going back to Green Bay makes them not only the favorite and a big favorite in the division, but the fav one of the favorites in the conference. I mean, if they block, don't have a punt block last year in that game against San Francisco, they probably win it. And I think they probably beat the Rams. So uh, I, I do think they're right there in the mix. It's not a good thing for the Vikings. I think I always thought he was going back to Green Bay. I think mm -hmm. a couple things mattered. Money mattered. Legacy mattered. And then you look at that division. If he had gone to the AFC West, he's competing against Mahomes and Herbert and just like Russell Wilson will be doing. So I think it's the right move for them. As far as the Vikings, the Vikings are the second team in the division. I think they got a really good coach. I think Kevin O'Connell is going to be a good head coach. Uh, and they're going to get that defense back to where it was uh, in previous years. And, and so I, I think it's a, it's a bad move for the Vikings. It's a great move for the Packers. Yeah, and, and I've had this conversation with Pat P., uh, you know, even during the season when we're hearing speculations regarding Aaron Rodgers potentially moving. I understand you want to compete against the best, but yes, you would like for him to lead the division because it makes things a little easier for you, the Vikings, to, and other teams to compete for that number one spot. And with that being said with the Minnesota Vikings, I do believe, I agree with you, you know what I mean? I think we got to keep it real here. A lot of our fans and listeners, they're Minnesota Vikings fans through and through, but right now they probably would be the second best team before any real game is played. But there is some buzz regarding the Vikings and their quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Some people are saying he could be on the move. Do you think it would be smart for the Minnesota Vikings to consider trading Kirk Cousins? What do you do if you trade him? And, and I'm going to use Seattle as the perfect, perfect example. They traded away a 33-year-old quarterback. He's essentially in his prime. And now what are they doing? Trying to fill that spot. Mm -hmm. And look at all the teams out there trying to fill that spot. Uh, so, no, I don't think – and you know me, BMAC. I'm not a big Kirk Cousins guy. I think there's times where he wilts in the big moment. But you're not going to replace him with anybody that's going to do more than what he does for the Vikings. I and agree. So, and is his price too high? Absolutely. I mean, that, that contract is prohibitive. But in the grand scheme of things, as these contracts get going more and more, it really isn't. So, look, we always say it. There's a certain amount of guys you can win – playing the quarterback position there's a certain amount of guys you win with playing the quarterback position and if you look at these guys Kirk Cousins Carson Wentz Jimmy Garoppolo Ryan Tannehill they're they're all lumped in that category of maybe you win with they're not because of guys so why get rid of one and try and find one you look at the draft if there were guys in the draft then I'd say okay maybe you do that but look this draft is not a good quarterback draft so I'd stick with them and play out the season with them and see how it goes from there. I agree with you as well, Pete. You know, those saying, don't complain about a problem if you don't have an answer. If you trade Kirk Cousins, who will be the answer? And will that player be better than 
who Kirk Cousins had who Kirk Cousins has been as a quarterback for the organization. Granted, they didn't make the playoffs last year, but Kirk Cousins played pretty good. And I think being with an offensive-minded coach, as you mentioned, Kevin O'Connell, along with the pieces they already have there in place. I mean, we could see some real good play from Kirk Cousins. Transitioning to the team in totality. You know, you got a new head coach in O'Connell. You got a new GM in Odafo Mensah. Uh, wh what do you think should be the top priorities for the Minnesota Vikings throughout free agency and leading up to the NFL draft? Well, I think they need to fix the defense. I mean, offensively, they're fine. I think Darisaw, if he had played the whole season, was going to be a big-time player at left tackle. He will be going forward. Uh, and, you know, maybe they need to get a little bit better on the interior, but they got a really good right tackle in O'Neal. I think the receiving group is, is outstanding. Mm -hmm. And I think Smith-Marset's Smith going to be a really good player for him, too, going forward. So I think they have four good receivers. Irv Smith will be back. What do you do with Conklin? I, I would retain Conklin. I don't think they'll be able to, but that's what I would try to do. It's all about the defense. They have to fix their defense. Their identity for many years was defense. Last yep. year it was not. And they have to get back to that. Anthony Barr is a free agent. Pat P is a free agent. I mean, you have guys that are available. What do they do with Daniil Hunter? Uh, mm. I wouldn't trade him either. You know, there's some talk of him being traded. But I think the focus has to be on that defense. Yeah, I agree with you. I think when you look at some of the below average play when it comes to expectations defensively with Minnesota, it dealt with lack of depth. It dealt with injuries. And good defensive teams have depth in the positions they're supposed to have depth in and clearly the Vikings didn't have that you mentioned Pat P there's a lot of speculation that the Vikings will try to bring Pat Peterson back to Minnesota but with that being said many draft experts believe the Vikings potentially could target a cornerback defensive back with their first round selection in this upcoming draft how would you rank the DBs right that will be available in the draft when you look at Sauce Gardner, you look at uh, Stingley, you look at Elam, quite a few notable names uh, that could be available. But how would you rank the overall class of DBs uh, for this draft? You know, BMAC, I, I think they have to take a corner. I mean, they were dreadful on the other side of Patrick P when he was in there. And, and I think, you know, Breland was a disaster. They have to mm -hmm. get better over there. So I think with that pick in the first round, they have to grab a corner. Who's the best? I think Sauce Gardner is the best. Mm -hmm. And I think people who compare him to Richard Sherman are doing him a disservice. Yeah, he's a long athletic corner, but that man can play man coverage. You know, Sherman was never that guy. I mean, he was a grabber and a holder, but he was never press man, line up and do that stuff. That's not who he was. And so I think Sauce Gardner can do that. So I'd probably rank him Sauce Gardner. I think Stingley's better than people are giving him credit for. No question. So early in his career, he was a dominant, dominant player. He had some injuries. He didn't play as well. But he can still be a dominant corner and, and a guy who's played against good competition in the SEC. So I probably they're close for me and it might flip as I move through the process. But right now, I'd probably have Sauce Gardner one, Singley two. And then I think there's a drop down. I, I do. I think it's a drop down from the rest of the corners. But it, you're picking where you're picking. They can get one of those two guys. So they should get a, a, a top notch corner uh, at that spot. Me personally, if they're going to target a cornerback with their first round selection, which is 12, by the way, for our listeners and viewers not quite uh, uh, um, aware where the Vikings will pick, is number 12. I think Sauce Gardner, I agree with you, he gets the nod over Stingley because he's healthier. Stingley is not healthy. That foot injury is still lingering him because of that. We haven't seen him do anything football related, right? But when it comes to talent, Stingley is more talented than Sauce Gardner.
Uh, Stingley is a better ball hawking corner than Sauce Gardner. He has better skills and he's played. You talked about some of the high level wide receiver play he's played against. I mean, heck, just his freshman year alone going against Justin Jefferson, going against Jamar Chase. It, it doesn't get any it don't get any better than that. Then when you factor in some of the guys he played against in Alabama, if he is available for Minnesota and you're able to retain Pat P and granted, you got a young up and coming corner that could definitely be the catalyst for your defense going forward. You take a chance and, and rock with Stingley. Now the medical has to tape it has to shape out though, Pete, because that that foot injury could be very very scary. It could be a scary thing. You know what I'm saying? But if the medicals yeah. check out, he's available. That's the guy I would target. Then you could, if Pat P comes back, you'd have uh, DBU there in uh, in Minnesota again, right? LSU's DBU, right? Isn't that the case? No, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They say that, they say that, but you you already know Pete Pierce with the knowledge that you have of the game. DBU started with Florida State. Name okay. me one university, name me one university that has been relevant in defensive back play going back to the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, and still currently right now. What do they got right now? Where are we at right now? I mean, heck, Jalen Ramsey's still one of the best to ever do it, right? Okay. Right now, currently. Okay. Um, Derwin right. James, one of the best safeties to do it, right? Yeah, yeah, I get it. Well, he's a, he's a, yeah, okay. Top three, top four, depending on who you're asking. No worse right. than top okay. four. Okay, all right. right, keep going. Keep then going. we got, we got PJ, we got PJ down in New Stop. Orleans. Stop, We got, uh, we got Asante Samuel Jr., who had a real good rookie campaign, and you liked him coming out. I do like him. I think he's a good player. I think, look, and P.J. Williams made a transition to playing some safety. I like that, too. Yeah, but also, come on, right, uh, now, right now, LSU is DBU. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm not going to disagree with that. Yeah, but, but we still have some notable guys, but they just, the quantity goes towards LSU. And plus, and plus BMAC, if you're going to go over the course of DBU in the last 70s, 80s, and 90s, and 2000s, and on and on, Dion start. he's the number one. He's it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Foremost, he's the best of all of them. And now you yeah. just put a Hall of Famer in and Leroy Butler from Florida State. So, yeah, I'm with you. Over the course of the last 30 years, Florida State currently, yeah. LSU. LSU. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. We finally agree on something. Usually me and Pete, we don't that means agree. You, but that means you're right for once. I'm no you. You're right for once. You're right for once. <laughs> you're ending I the week whole, on a good note. You're ending I the week a whole on a good week, note. I spent a whole week with you at the Super Bowl. Whether you were driving poorly through LA traffic, or we were eating shrimp. At it the wasn't me, Pete. It, oh, it yeah. was the other drivers that was causing no, no. issues on it the road. You. It wasn't it was me. You. You're, it was you. You don't. Yet your reaction skills aren't good like they are were on the football field, BMAC. You're a little react. Your reaction is slow. <laughs> and so whether it was on the freeway, uh, sitting around with your buddy Travis Johnson, eating shrimp at lunch when we ate, or whatever on a set, I was undefeated against you. I feel bad for you. <laughs> it, it <laughs> sound. It sounds like a senior writer who was always <laughs> right. Always yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Not always, but with you. Always. <laughs> <laughs> I give you I, today is your day. I give you I give you your flowers today. Last question I have for you, Pete, regarding the Minnesota Vikings. Right now, the Vikings, they're they are 16 and one to win the NFC, right? And they're 35 and one to win the Super Bowl. But I'll just ask you this. Is this team a playoff team in 2022? The Vikings. 
As constructed, probably not because of okay. the defense. Um, but if they get Stingley and he plays like Stingley from a couple of years ago, or they get Sauce Gardner and they get Pat T back and they can line up and play coverage, and Hunter comes back and he's what he is, then I think they have a chance. No question. So there's a lot of the offense will be playoff good enough, even with you know, Melt in the big moment, Kirk Cousins. The offense will be good enough. I mean, you have Jefferson Thielen. Osborne, Herb Smith coming back. Uh, I, again, I like Smith Marset to be a guy that's going to emerge. He got 100, he had 100 receiving yards last week of the season, and yeah. you can run the ball with Cook. I absolutely think they will be a playoff offense. The question becomes, can they be a playoff defense? Do you think then, with that being said, not knowing exactly what they will do free agency in free agency, do you think the first two rounds, when it comes to picking players, should be devoted be devoted to the defensive side? I do. Okay. I would I would spend I would spend my draft capital on the defensive side of the ball. I'm okay with that. I agree with you because the, the offense is ready made right now. They can go out and compete yeah. right now. They need to yeah. add, add some pieces to the puzzle defensively. And if they're able to do that, one thing we know about the NFL, adding an extra playoff spot, you don't necessarily got to win your division to get in. You just got to win get, enough games. And, and you got to get hot. I mean, and you got to get, yeah. Yeah, you got to get hot. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, Pete, thank you for your knowledge. Thank you for your insight. Here, all things covered. Uh, clearly, the Viking fans, I think they will uh, they will agree with you with some of your takes regarding the Minnesota Vikings. If they're going to keep it real right now, the NFC North is the Green Bay Packers division. They won it last year. They won it the year before. They won it the year before that. To be the man, you got to beat the man. And let's see what the Vikings can do. But it starts right now. Free agency is getting ready to kick off. And, of course, the draft will be uh, right down the line as well. It's up to Minnesota. I mean, Kevin O'Connell, he's put together a nice – Real quick, how do you? What do you think about his staff? Are you excited about the staff good, he's putting together? I think it's a good staff. I think it's a good staff. Uh, you know, there's some veteran mix in there. I think it's a good staff. I, again, I don't know Kevin O'Connell that well. Yeah, I've met him a couple of times, but guys I know and respect in the league have spoken highly of Kevin O'Connell to me. Uh, and and I'm talking about guys that would say it over the course of the years if he was, you know, a fake and a fraud. He's not. He's the real deal. I think he's going to be a good coach. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I love the mix of experience, energetic, enthusiastic type coaches. And now let's see exactly if they can put everything they have on paper, on film. Only time will tell. Thank you, Pete Prisco, again for your time. All things covered. Listeners and viewers, I hope you enjoyed this special show regarding off-season moves and notes, especially regarding the Minnesota Vikings. Until next time, see you when I see you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.